they do who badass 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 man what's up this is derek this is the bariatric badass podcast waiting for my gym to open i got 30 minutes so why not rage on the bariatric badass podcast what's going on it is a beautiful august 1st sunday morning a little bit more busier out here than usual a lot more people out here more than I would like here but it is what it is my gym's it's a great gym and it's got a lot of a lot of room so um, and it's just the uh, loyalist out here the diehards that go to the gym so this entered this 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 podcast of course is brought to you by uh, bariatrica LLC. You can go to patreon.com, patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash bariatrica underscore LLC. That is our coaching platform. Uh, monthly dues start out at $10. There's no hidden cost. I mean, come on. There's people out there that'll sign you up for a program. There's people out there that'll put you in a, will lock you into a, your program. I'll put you, I'm going to tell you like this, right? If you're a coach, or if you knew a coach and they lock you into a six month or a year program, honestly, they have six month and year programs if you want to save money. But if you, with your clients, do anything but lock them month to month type of dues, type of fees, whatever you want to call it, chances are they're going to not put an effort towards you. That's what I love about the Patreon platform. With the Patreon platform, it also is, uh, it, it, it also, we also have a private Facebook community where we do a majority, a majority of our uh, clientele work. Yes, guess if you want to call that a lot. Some of the clientele work is done privately. So again, starts out at $10. Go check it out. Barry, uh, <laughs> Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash bariatrica underscore LLC. Go check out what we have available. We're going to talk about cultivating insane, insane, inexplainable, raw sexual energy. And this is going to be from a bariatric perspective because we're not like the rest. Let's admit it. We can admit that. All right. I don't, I care less what other bariatric podcasts think that uh, all they talk about is how to do this, how to overcome regain, how to overcome mental health issues, which is okay. But a lot of these bariatric podcasts talk about their own journeys or they talk about how to do this. I'm going to tell you what not to do when it comes to cultivating raw sexual energy everybody's different so me telling you how to cultivate raw sexual energy without explaining to you how what not to do in itself shows that you need to listen to this podcast in its entirety and if it hits home if it makes you feel good i want you to share this podcast with your bariatric friends you don't have to share the podcast in other groups i don't give a fuck I don't care. I self-promote. I don't care. But if you have a close friend 
that you guys talk to uh, in, in, in person, you know, a lot of these cities that are around the United States or the world for that matter, uh, they have support groups. You know, I have friends that are bariatric here in Salt Lake, one I work with. So share this with your bariatric friend and comment below if this hits home, all right? So me coming out and saying this, all right, saying how to cultivate raw sexual energy would be from a perspective of a Scorpio male. So how I cultivate my sexual energy being 47 years old versus how you would, whatever age you're at, whether you're uh, born female or born male or whatever gender you claim, whatever gender you were assigned versus what you're claimed everybody's different you know it's sometimes it's very difficult to cultivate any type of sexual energy unless your spouse is 100 percent with you and in love with you regardless of circumstance regardless of what you look like I can tell you this right now. Like I said, and I keep on saying it, I'm at 45 pounds down since January. I have so much ridiculous amounts of loose skin because I carried a frame for 405 pounds for a few years before I had weight loss surgery. Okay? I was married to Sharice for three years before I had weight loss surgery. The amounts of my, my, my nipples are almost down to my belly button, right? This is how it is. My voluptuous man boobs are like uh, deflated footballs now. You know, do you think that I'm going to be able to afford skin surgery? Maybe. Maybe. I think if it, if it starts causing me more problems, um, you know, skin issues or you know, pain issues, stuff like that. Then my insurance will cover it. It's too bad they can't cover, do it right now because I'm like, I've hit out of pocket, max out of pocket, so like everything's free. Um, but it's not something that is going to happen this year. Uh, besides, I'm not really sure about the recovery time. As far as my recovery is concerned from skin surgery, I have an awesome job. Um, I'm very happy and content with what I do for a living right now beyond our business. I'm employed through a different company and I love that job. I've been there almost 16 years and I really enjoy that job. So if I'm gonna get put out of uh, work for anything longer than 90 days, it presents a problem to me because one, after 90 days, I lose my seniority and I lose my, my pay gets cut. That's the FML uh, Family Medical Leave Act uh, signed into Congress. I'm not exactly sure what signed into Congress, but we have 90 days from the day that we are put out of work to get back on track. When I had my skull surgery, when I had uh, skull decompression surgery and they cut that bone in the back of my head, I barely got back. I got back in, uh, what was it, 89 days. So maybe skin surgery, maybe not. You know, that also is something that is affects your sexual energy is how you look how you see yourself when you look in the mirror how you see yourself 
when you look through your eyes versus how other people see you. How other people see you is none of your damn business. I can tell you that right now. I don't want to know. I'd love to be, you know, looking at myself through somebody else's eyes. I'd love to see my flaws where I believe are not flaws, but of course they are flaws. But thankfully, I don't have that ability. I wouldn't want that ability anyway, to be honest with you. So one step one, okay, step one, what you do not want to do to cultivate raw sexual energy is do not, under any circumstances, ask your spouse, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, how they feel about how you look naked. Do not do it. I'm going to explain to you why. Number one, if you're in a strong relationship and it feels strong, if your spouse or partner, a boyfriend or girlfriend, you can, you know, you can tell when someone's into you and when they're not very easily. I'm a very, very bad critical thinker. I'm always thinking and I'm always thinking about different things. I'm always thinking about content, thinking about my next podcast I want to record, thinking about my next video I want to record, thinking about uh, the Patreon, you know, what type of content I'm going to be putting into Patreon, what I'm going to do for my live video that I do three days a week, um, three to four days a week in Patreon. All depends. Critical thinker. All right. So... With that being said, if you can tell, you can tell if somebody's into you or somebody's not, all right? If somebody like, like Sharice, great, great example. Whenever we have sex, she won't let me off the bed. She does that little cuddle thing and I'm okay with it because I'm very, very in love with Sharice. You know, she was with me through the hard times. And so she can have me at my best as well. She was with me when I was a 400, 400 pound behemoth. She was with me when I had my nervous, men, excuse me, mental breakdown, not nervous breakdown, my mental breakdown in the beginning of April, first two weeks of April. She stuck with me. So I ain't going fucking nowhere. I'm going to be loyal. I'm going to be the most loyal man out there. If they get up out of bed, Right away, man, you got to take into consideration how men are sometimes. You know, men may want to get out of bed. I don't know, right away, they want to smoke a cigarette. They want to go get a drink or water or whatever. Usually it's because we got to pee. Because after we have an orgasm, we got to pee. Don't ask me why. I'm not going to get into the science, the, the biology of the human anatomy and the reproductive organs. I just know from my own experience. So... When you feel that, you can feel it. You can feel your spouse's, you know, how they retort to your love, how they do this, how they do that. And if it's off in one, if, if, if it's off at all, then it needs to be addressed. Okay? If your spouse loves you, it shouldn't be an it should be a it shouldn't be a problem at all. If they care for you, it shouldn't be a problem at all. 
But if you can feel and see that problem, then it needs to be addressed, all right? Because it's going to affect your sexual energy, all right? So I'm going to drop a nugget at the end of this podcast. So it's a notification come in. I like doing podcasts in my car because the acoustics are best. I mean, we don't have a studio. This is low budget podcasting at its finest. Um, one thing I want to make very clear is that if you feel you need to say something to your spouse, you need to ask them how you look, okay? I want to make it very clear to you. They're going to tell you what you want to hear and you know what if they do that that's okay because if somebody's going to tell you what they what you want to hear you know like you look very beautiful you look great it's okay baby i'm okay with this then that's a good sign they don't want to hurt your feelings now, if you have a spouse, and I've had this dozens of times, I've talked, I've talked to so many bariatric patients in the last, hell, we've been in the bariatric community since 2016. Created bariatrica in 2017, October. So, if they're different, and they say, uh, you know what, I miss you when you had more weight on you. I had a follower... And another, not not a follower, but a member in another group. I'm part of a few different groups. And the group that I was in, um, she says that her spouse told her that he misses her being fat. First of all, that's a fucking red sign. That's a red flag right there. That's a massive red flag going up right in front of you. I'm going to explain why. Look, you need to understand that when and I, I've talked about this before when it comes to partners and uh, spouses and how they are after weight loss surgery and why you may fight more and may why your divorce rate might happen more often blah 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 if your spouse is like that and they tell you they would prefer you if they really love you they would prefer you happy period if losing 100 pounds makes you happy, then that's what your spouse should want, period. If that's not the case, then there's two things that could be up, that they could be affecting this. One, they're just there for their own, they're, they're there for themselves, basically. They're there for themselves, they don't give a fuck, they want what they want, it's a stepping stone into the next fucking relationship or the next marriage. It's hard to hear, but it's true. Or two, they are scared and confused. More often than not, it's the second one. I want you to think about this, right? I'm going to use Sharice and myself as an example. Though we've never, we've never had to deal with this particular circumstance. 400 pound Derek. It was kind of, I still, I had an ego. I have an ego because that's how I was raised. You know what? I was raised to be, uh, to be proud and be confident 
of achievements. And I've achieved a lot professionally my entire life. So I achieved a lot, a lot in my teenagers as well. I did a lot of competing back in my teenage years playing uh, high school football and, uh, you know, like high school wrestling. Wrestling at Poundchild's and didn't branch out as well as the football part did, but I was a big dude when I was in high school, so it made 100% complete sense. So, <clears throat> just totally lost track of what I was talking about. Oh, your spouse, uncomfortable, nervous. If you was to take somebody like Sharice who look at me and she would see a 400 pound Derek start to make this transition to less than 400 pounds because it all didn't come off, you know, all at once. You know, I lost 230 pounds in less than 18 months. So I was a quick loser. Um, if you're a slow loser, you got better chance of not regaining than you would if you were a fast loser. Why? Because as a slow loser, if you take your slow losing time and you commit to learning about yourself, studying yourself, studying your surgery, studying your mental health, then the chances are of you regaining are slim. But again, with that being said, as I made that transition, went from, no, Derek still had an ego, but he wasn't very confident. He was very confident. That's why every time I turned around, I was accusing Sharice of cheating on me. Because that's just, you know, I've had two failed fucking marriages. So, being not being confident in the beginning, and then slowly making that descent, or excuse me, not descent, I would say um, ascent, making that ascension, being post-surgery, is scary to your spouse. A lot of the times people will say, oh, they don't know what it, they, they don't know what, if, what it's like to be bariatric. You don't know what it's like to be me. I have heard this a hundred times. I have seen strong relationships and marriages pre-surgery fall apart after they have surgery. And the bariatric patient blames the spouse. Your, 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 your spouse is going to get scared and intimidated because you fail to show them or explain to them what it means to be bariatric, what it means to carry, uh, you know, a, an unbelievable obese frame. You need to, if you love them, you need to explain to them this before you decide whether or not they're trying to sabotage you or they really don't love you and you still have a hard time cultivating that energy that raw sexual energy it's still possible it is still possible even if you like every single morning before you get into the shower or when you get home from work and you're getting ready to eat in the shower and you take off your shirt you take off your clothes you get naked in the bathroom you look at yourself and you're like oh god ugh this is the nug that I was told you I was going to drop. So very, very important to listen up. When I get naked in the bathroom, it is a very unpleasant sight. All right. 
I'm 216 pounds right now. I used to carry a 405 pound frame. I regained two years in to my post surgery. I'm almost seven years now. It'll be 17 years and next month. No, 17 years, seven years next month. All right, it's hideous, not very pleasant. Okay, I have a scorpion tattoo on my chest that is like grown. <laughs> it's not because it's you know an an animated freaking tattoo. It's yes, Derek's chest has stretched quite a bit, and so my scorp my scorpion tattoo, which is about I don't know six by six inches, six inches by six inches, made a little bit bigger. You know, it's it, it's disgusting. How in the fuck am I able to cultivate sexual energy as a bariatric patient? It's very simple. Now listen up. Raw sexual energy has nothing to do with sex. Making sweet love. Doing the mattress mambo. You know, riding cowboy, riding cowgirl has nothing to do with intercourse. I'll use the professional word on that. And has everything to do with how you feel about yourself. What your sex is. And I, I don't know people, if, you know, if you're transgendered, because I, I do have transgendered followers... Or if you identify as a male or a female, that is the sex I'm talking about. That is what I mean by cultivating raw sexual energy. Kind of a, a little bit of a, a clickbait title. But this is the key to having good, amazing sex. Unless you have these techniques where you you make love to your partner and there's certain things you guys do. You role play. You tie each other up. Uh, you know, you make sex tapes. Whatever it is. All right. You need to be, as a person, as a human being, you need to have a fire behind whatever your gender is. I am a fucking man. I'm a grown man and I have a fire behind that claim. I'm a badass motherfucker of a male. Am I toxic? Some might say. I've been called toxic positivity. That blew my fucking mind. It really did. That's like, uh, okay. You can be too positive. Uh, yeah, and I was told it was disgusting. But that was by one person out of like 50. So, <laughs> if you're a woman, you know, if you identify as a woman, you need to have a fire in your heart, in the pit of your stomach, for your sex. I want you to think about roles that are played during lovemaking. And I don't mean play role-playing. I don't mean like, you know, being a 
someone's still at the bar and, you know, your partner comes in, picks you up, takes you home. I don't mean that. I mean roles that are played when you're making love. Okay, me and Sharice, you know, flip-flop as far as that's concerned. She'll be dominant and then I'll be dominant. I'll change. It, it, it changes. It changes. But I have that within me. I have the belly, the fire in my belly for being a badass male. So if you identify as a female, you have a superpower. All right. I'm just going to say it like it is. I don't care. I'm going to say it like it is. If you identify as a female, as a woman, your secret power is you can have anything you want from your spouse. Anything you want from your spouse. By showing that you believe in yourself. Showing that you confidently know you can take care of business, take care of shit, take care of life, take care of the house. Take care of your employment and take care of the job. Whatever role you play and whatever gender you claim to be. You can take that superpower and use it. So with all this being said, if you're having, you know, less than perfect sex right now, you know, if you don't feel... If you don't think you're all that, you know, you, you make love, you have an orgasm, you know, whatever you can have an orgasm and still be unsatisfied. But you know what? If that's the case, you need to look at yourself a little bit deeper look past the loose skin, go stand in front of that fucking mirror. See all that loose skin. You're disgusted. Nobody else is disgusted but you. Maybe a few people. But you are, you're, you're your biggest judge. So what you need to do is you need to look past your appearance and look deep in your eyes. This mirror effect, this mirror uh, concept has been around since 2017. It's called the mirror concept. If you're having a hard time being on track, if you don't feel confident, if you don't feel on top of the world, you need to go look into a mirror and look into your eyes. And so when I say look deep into your eyes, I mean you need to become mesmerized. You need to become hypnotized by the image of your eyes. And then you need to question, you know, what, what, why... Even though I got all this loose skin, should I feel good about myself? Okay, first of all, weight loss surgery is nuts. It's crazy. It is absolute ridiculous, very dangerous. It is insane. But for a person who is obese, it's fucking worth it to suffer. Because that's what happens. You need, you're gonna you're gonna suffer. Whether that's mentally suffering, whether that's physical suffering, it's all worth it. In a heartbeat, I would do it all over again. I'd do it a different way this time, though. It would not be the same. I could promise you that. 
But you know what? The mistakes that I've made as far as what's happened to me through my journey, I've been able to share with others and help others, inspire others, tell people what not to do. So keep looking in your eyes in front of the mirror until it scares you. You can sit in front of a mirror, quiet in your quiet bathroom. You could sit in front of a mirror. You could look into your eyes. You have to look long enough to when it scares you. You have to have some reassessing your life. You need to look in your eyes and think about why you don't have self-love. Why you're not confident. Why you don't feel like you want to have sex with your spouse because you feel unattractive. I know I look unattractive, but I'm a fucking monster in the bed, period. I'm a monster in the bed because I'm confident. I'm a monster in the bed because I'm proud of being a male. And you can get the same inner fire by identifying why you're not. And then create a plan and engage that plan. I'm going to explain. I'm going to let you go here in a sec because Jim's opening in three minutes. But I'll tell you this right now. And those of you who have listened this long, thank you very much. Because this is the most important part right here. If you lack self-love, if you have zero self-love, why did you have weight loss surgery? Think about it. I want you to stop what you're doing, unless you're driving. I want you to stop what you're doing, and I want you to think about why did you have weight loss surgery? Because you want to look better? Because you wanted to be healthier? It's one of those two, or both. Do you know what that's called? It's called loving yourself enough to do something about your problem. So take that into consideration before you look in the mirror and say how much you don't love yourself. Because you had weight loss surgery. And that, my friends, is pure, pure honest love for yourself. Love you guys very much. Go to bariatricbadass.com. Bariatric Badass. Reese has them almost, a little bit over 16,000. 16,000 people signed up to her weekly newsletter. Sharice, of course, my wife. She is my business partner. She is my my best friend. She's also a certified bariatric and fitness nutritionist and it's going to school right now for uh, a degree in exercise science and kinesiology she is working on getting her major i mean excuse me getting her uh bachelor's degree in exercise science because she is going to become a dietitian that's what we've decided but before you even get close to trying to get that type of uh 
get that type of education from college, you got to take steps to get there. You can't just take a course for five years and become a dietitian. You need to learn. And that's what she's doing. And she makes, she writes some great shit. She writes some epic shit. I know I'm calling it shit. Sorry, I'm like, my, everybody's emptying into the gym. So I'm like, bariatricbadass.com. First thing that gets pulled up when you open that is her blog. So be part of the thousands and thousands of people that uh, get, get, get their brains get their brains stimulated with knowledge and experience it's awesome i love you guys very much bariatricbadass.com don't forget patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash bariatrica underscore l-l-c it's time to go crush these weights peace